can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Before we begin today's episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. And I'm Matthew Tankard, co-host. So I am really obsessed with YouTube shorts. Are you the same? I love it. Uh, I think it made me obsessed. You know, I didn't want to be, but the algorithm's just too good. So how good's the algorithm? Yeah. I keep getting shown these videos from this. His name's Brian Johnson. I think is his name. He's got this longevity experiment called Blueprint. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but he spent like $2 million a year on reversing his aging. What a freak. (laughs) It's so fascinating. Yeah. So I think this must have, was this on the Daily Mail? Anyway, I don't know what news site this was, but I was Googling him because I've watched so much of him on YouTube. It's fascinating. And so the title of this, I think, article was Tech Tycoon's Bizarre Daily Routine. So just keep that in your head. Bizarre daily routine. (laughs) Yeah. Number one, wakes up at 5 a.m. Number two, has an hour-long workout with 25 exercises. Number three, dozens of supplements. He takes like 100 supplements a day. Well, of course. Okay. Next, he has a very strict vegan diet. He also, I've looked at the diet online because I was like, maybe I could do this. No way. It's (laughs) the same breakfast and lunch every day. And then you can slightly alter the dinner and it has to be exactly 2,000 calories or something. There's an exact number of calories per day. It's all very like planned out by doctors. Mm. Okay, number six, he has like these crazy blood tests. He like measures the age of all of his organs. Oh, and something else that he did was I think this is when things got a bit weird for me, but he took his son's blood and put it into his own body. His son's like 18. Oh, my God. So the next is on some days he has MRIs, ultrasounds, colonoscopies. So you think they've called this bizarre daily routine, but this is this is the one that got me. <laughs> Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just before that, is a part of the daily routine already getting his son's blood every day? Oh, no, 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 that's not, that was just, I just, that was a news article I found. Okay. (laughs) So, anyway, this is the last one. I'm going to read it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Applies seven skin creams. (laughs) (laughs) Bizarre. Can you believe that? He applies seven things to his face. So I thought that was so funny because I was like, how many people listening to this podcast would apply seven, like they'd have seven things in their routine? <laughs> no, yeah, but this is bizarre for a guy who has to, who's, try, who's spending $2 million a year to try and feel 18. Let me just double check that it was $2 million. I'm pretty sure. Is he trying to look like he's 18 or like have the health or skin health? Like, No, it's the organs. He wants everything to be 18, his face, his hair. He does like all Ugh. these hair treatments. I'm gonna get a visual on this guy. What's his name? Brian, Brian Johnson. <laughs> I think you're the guy look from up the Beach Brian Boys. Johnson 2023 though, because he looks a bit different to what he used to look like. Oh yeah, 
Oh, my God. You know what he looks like? Tech executive Brian Johnson shares $2 million longevity routine, yeah. Yeah, he looks like he was made by Tesla. To be honest with you, like, I'm quite fascinated by longevity content, so I found it interesting, but the skin creams one (laughs) got me. I'm like, that ain't bizarre. (laughs) That's not bizarre. That's pretty – that sounds pretty normal (laughs) to me. Anyway, what is on today's episode, Matthew? All right, so on today's episode, you and I, in real old school, me being on Beauty IQ vibes. One more time, just reminding people, I used to be the editor of Beauty IQ. Lots of people, we had producer, people won't know who I am. I'm just some guy talking. (laughs) So real old school, I used to come on and do these Would You Rathers. So we're doing that again. Then we're doing men's grooming with Byron Cook, which I'm very excited for. (laughs) And our products, we didn't know we needed. I'm so excited for this segment. We haven't done one of these for years. I feel like it used to be my thing. Yeah, whenever I'd come on Beauty IQ, I'd just be the quiz master for Would You Rather. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely needed to do another Would You Rather. So we had a topic, but I think we're going to go a bit off topic. Yeah, we're going to do manscaping. And then I just sort of like ran with that and just kept going on tangents in different areas. Yeah. (laughs) Keep going. Okay. I've written some down as well. I don't know if we've done these before, but I was on this website, Would You Rather Funny is what I Googled. (laughs) And I went onto this website and I literally was like pissing myself about all of them and they weren't related really to beauty. Some of them were. Okay. I'm going to ask you a few of the most random ones that I found on there. Okay, you kick us off then. Okay, can I actually tell you this was by far the most random one that I read online? I actually (laughs) can't believe it. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather, like, like, wait for it, would you rather take care of the beast from Beauty and the Beast for the rest of your life or have Gaston as your boyfriend? (laughs) What? What? That's so, so random. That sounds like such like a, if you're using chat GPT. I would rather take care of beast from Beauty and the Beast. 100%. So would I, because you could just treat that as a job. (laughs) And the beast has got that awesome castle. So you've just like. I actually didn't, like, I don't think the beast was like incapacitated. He was dancing. Like, I don't know. What was wrong? No, yeah. yeah what, Is that because he got shot at the No, end? I think just because he was... Or he fell from the roof. <laughs> no, I don't really remember, to be honest. I just feel like, isn't okay. the Beast just some, like, big hairy guy? Yeah. That's sort of in vogue anyway. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so that was actually manscaping related, if we connect the dots to his hairy, you know, chest and, yeah. Yeah, so, so w- w- <laughs> would you rather take care of a hairy man or would you rather date... An asshole. Who was the Gaston other guy? was a real yeah, asshole. Oh, prick. Yeah, and and no. really, yeah. So I would rather beast. I came up with a really random one. Would you rather be in prison for five years and you can't change the sentence whatsoever, you're just in prison for five years, or you can leave whenever the Canadian decides just by his own fruition to go and get LED light therapy? Oh, sorry. So you could be in there Definitely your whole life. five years because he ain't ever getting... LED on his own volition. Like, <laughs> am I allowed to tell him when we when he comes and visits me in prison behind the glass? No, you're not allowed to influence him, but you can take into account that the fact that you two are dating and that, uh, you know, he knows you're in the beauty world. Maybe he'll talk he to Joe or something never. and then maybe Joe no, will say. I, I, no, honestly, okay. right. I'd be in there forever. If I couldn't tell him or <laughs> nudge him to go and do it, he'd do it if I told him for sure. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, to get you out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. 
Um, okay, so I'm really uh, bed pilled at the moment because I've just upgraded from a for the yeah. first time upgraded from a double bed to a oh. queen bed because I got like this koala timber base and everything off Gumtree yesterday and it's just changed my life. But so, would you rather uh, with your partner they have just a mattress on the floor type mm-hmm. vibe or a really squeaky bed? Mattress on the floor. Yeah. I once upon a time when I was younger, I, I thought it was cool to have your mattress on the floor and I would sleep on the mattress on the floor. It's actually quite nice. Easy to get up to the toilet. Yep. Actually not as easy as a bed because you've got to like get up on, you know, like a squash. I don't mind on the floor. It's like um like a futon sort of vibe. No, fully. I kind of like it. There's something weirdly relaxing totally. about it. But there's a whole like meme about like single dudes having, you know, the bed on the floor and it mm. not being good look well i was a single gal with a bed on the floor so it probably wasn't a good look (laughs) next okay would you rather get your wisdom teeth pulled or your butt cheeks pierced and i'm assuming that you're piercing them together with one of those long bars and of course i'd rather have my wisdom teeth removed i've had them removed it's not that bad wisdom how are you gonna sit on your butt with a bathroom yeah and it's like for lots of people it's needed that's true how are you gonna go to the toilet you're gonna get poo stuck in that bar that's the issue <laughs> well it's just gonna s- split it every time so true. i didn't even think about that Sorry for anyone listening if you have your butt cheeks pierced. Oh, respect. Full on respect. (laughs) You're so right, though. Like, you would sit on the toilet and your butt would sort of splay, and like you'd be trying to get something, like, and then it would split. Oh, God. I didn't even think about that. This one's a bit raunchy, so I don't know, but what do you reckon? Would you rather your partner say their ex's name during sex? Or during like a romantic moment, like you're at a dinner and you're like, you you know, you're DNMing and you're really connecting. During a romantic moment. Oh, I reckon sex. <laughs> nah, I'd rather. I think that would just really throw you. Why are they thinking about that during that? Well, Why? yeah. In a romantic moment, they could have just had like a, you know. Ugh. But what if they're just like, what if you're just like, oh, I love you so much, Canadian man. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, you know I his love name? you. know his name? known him as the canadian what's his name nick oh i'll go nick uh no way no 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 yeah for me yeah it would ruin that moment for sure during sex but then you can kind of get over that but in a romantic moment and they say and you're being so deep with each other and then they're thinking of their ex nah okay would you rather what else have i got here would you rather have a huge booger hanging out of your nose for the rest of your life or a pimple on your forehead for the rest of your life? The pimple. Pimple. See, this is Same. what I mean. The ones you have. Same. So clearly. <laughs> I just feel like it's more socially like acceptable to have a pimple on your forehead than, yes. have, than have a booger hanging out of your nose the rest of your life. And it sounds like as well, like there's nothing you can do about it. So then if you had, you know how like some people, like a friend, they won't tell you if you got something stuck in your teeth but a real friend will tell you if you got something so you'll have someone who's brave enough to be like hey you've got something and then you'll just have to be like i know and you can't do anything about it you just have to leave it yeah it's there forever one more would it be right if we just did a normal skincare one to finish it off let's do it okay would you rather your partner have no beauty routine whatsoever or 
they're always stealing your expensive products. I would rather them be stealing my expensive products because that already happens. And you're cool with it? I like it. I feel like a proud mama every time it happens. <laughs> Sometimes if it's my like sunscreen that I bought specifically, like I restock my sunscreens. Well, that's what I mean. Oh, I bought that. But then I'm like, you know, I could. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah, no, no, you definitely have to step out of like the, the fact that you get given products. I know. For a time. I imagine, know. imagine if you're paying for these products is what I mean. Oh, that's a different story. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, oh, whatever, I'll just ask for a new one. <laughs> I'd probably um, buy everything off a joint card or something or say we, we've got to split the, we've got to split yeah. the cost. Yeah, yeah, that's or true. Or I would just buy that person their own skincare. Like I'd be like, I'll choose you your own product, stop using mine. Yeah, I love that. Something like that. I have a really actually quick one that's a bit bizarre that I think we should finish on. Yeah. So you know how you and Joe will often talk about the sounds of going to the toilet with your partner and like, hey, try to mask that kind of thing. Yes. So would you rather have that all out on display from day one? Like as in plop. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time with <laughs> staying over. Yeah, everything. 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 Or having to be super like hiding it and doing all the things like going to a different toilet, like down in the lobby or whatever. The rest of you. Uh, well, let's say two years of the relationship. I'd rather the second one. You'd rather hold out for two years? Yeah, I think so. You reckon you can do it? Yeah, I could definitely do that. Like I try not to be like loud like you like like you don't want to be like loud like yeah, I probably yeah, still yeah. try to like <laughs> if I'm having a shower I'll put the shower on and like they're not you know what I mean like you still you know I don't I don't, I don't do it out in the open with the door open like that sex in the city episode I think it's good to keep a bit of mystery I probably still am halfway in between and we've almost been together we'll have been together two years at the end of the year so have been doing like that, that yeah, I okay, feel like so, I kind yeah, of you already, already know you know, do it with the door closed. And what about you? Uh, probably just get it get it started from day one, I'd say. <laughs> I'm not going to put in that kind of effort. <laughs> <laughs> Be real. You, you were like that from day one. Oh, uh, well, it's been great. It feels like this is real old school. This is fun. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, today, Australian broadcasting royalty Byron Cook joins us to talk all things men's grooming. Uh, season two of his podcast, The Byron Cook Show, has just dropped, and you can find him on Instagram at Byron Cook Show. Welcome to the podcast, Byron. I, I found that really difficult to take seriously. Did, Why? did I send you that bullet point? Yeah. Yes. It was in your rider that we have to <laughs> bring that up every couple of minutes. Wow. Okay. No, well, I'll take it. You know, in this business, you don't get many nice things said about you. So I'm going to take that. Thank you very much, Hannah, and thank you, Matt. Well, I really wanted to know about spray tans because you've been known to get the occasional spray tan. Can you tell us? I mean, this question says tell us a bit more about it, but I'd like to hear a lot more about it. Really? Let's go into depth. <laughs> this is the hour of power just on men's spray tans, guys. So strap yourself in. No, look, when you say occasionally, there are times if I'm on like a rampage, I will get a spray tan weekly and that could go for months. It just depends. Are you booking in with a spray tan or are you doing it yourself? How does that work? Well, yeah, it's interesting. No, I would go with a professional or if you have lucky enough to have a girlfriend, which I don't have one, because then they can do your back and stuff with the mitt and all that. It's very difficult, like the reach around. I know. Well aware. Yeah, it's so hard. What I do is I put a like a wooden spoon this is hard, but you can do it. The mitt, wooden spoon, and then try to get that round the back. Okay. Yeah, no, I wouldn't use a wooden spoon. I barely cook. I don't know <laughs> if I've even got one in the house, but I <laughs> did go through a phase where I was getting it every week because, as you know, Hannah, you feel great. Oh, you do. You do. New woman, new man. 
you feel amazing. You look amazing. Yeah. And I think I started getting them quite a few years ago now, maybe five years ago. And I realized that probably the first time it might have been um, promotion of some sort, it probably had to do with the radio station, some sort of go and get a spray tan. Wouldn't that be wacky? Or- and then it just became your routine. And then I'm like, how good is this? <laughs> and, and then I just started doing it routinely. But you go in there and... To make small talk, once once they get to know you, they don't ask you this question, but if it's a new place or someone who hasn't worked with you before, they go, what's the occasion? Yes, every time. So it's not for yeah. a wedding or for a ball or because good, I want to go to the good. beach tomorrow. I just, I enjoy getting them. And, and I think more men should have a crack at this stuff. Yeah. I do want to know, because if you get a spray tan every single week, that spray tan will go on top of. So do you exfoliate the old spray tan off? Well, yeah, I mean. Have you made that mistake before of not doing that? I must be quite gifted in the world of tanning, guys, because it just seems to come off quite evenly for me. My body just loves it. It just. (laughs) Honestly, I haven't had that many issues with that, but I know what you're talking about where it gets a bit uneven and blotchy and then. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there's an exfoliating sort of mitt and all that sort of stuff that you can use to get rid of it i'm usually pretty lucky like that and it sort of disappears fairly evenly but yeah that is an important part of the regime as as you well know hannah is to make sure that you've cleared that all out of the way so we can reapply with confidence have you had anyone comment like why are you looking so tanned and then are you honest are you dishonest yeah look i think um It goes with the territory if you host a radio show and it's a group type show, that's just absolute fodder for jokes. So at that point, you just have to own it and be like, yeah, yeah, I get them and I love them and just Mm. be really serious about it and just own it. So no, I don't try and hide it. I mean, I have a very pale English complexion, obviously. You know, it's pretty obvious when I've had one and I'm not one of these subtle people. Like You go for the dark, ultra dark. Let's make the trip worth it. Let's crank it. <laughs> I don't even go. I don't even do ultra dark. <laughs> no, no. I go natural. Let's just make sure that everyone knows we've got one. Has it cemented itself as like a permanent part of your life and your routine, do you think? <laughs> like when I think of like the pillars of my life, it's probably my son. <laughs> um, there are probably some other things. Look, in winter, I don't do it as much. Like at the moment, for example... I'll tell you what I've applied, and this is not a gratuitous plug at all. What I do as a little short-term fix in the middle of winter is I apply this thing called Tan Mist. Mm. This is a wonderful product. Did you just... Did you just pull that from your pocket? <laughs> yes, that's just my little box of tricks here. Um, this is the tan mist. Hydration for your face, so provide some hydration. Nice. It's a little mini bronzer. I won't do it again because I just did it about half an hour ago, and it is quite noticeable. If you do too much, your face becomes quite dark. Mm. So it's kind of like a mini little mist spray tan that you can put all over your face. And for me, I have like a bald head, like I get a high fade, so I can put all over my scalp, maybe my neck. So it gives me a little mini spray tan in the middle of winter when really you're not really showing a lot of skin. Just need the face. Yeah. I agree with that. For those listening, Byron put his hand in his pocket. He already had it in his pocket carrying it around with him, pulled it out on air. I don't leave home without it, guys. Um, <laughs> it's always by my side because you never know when you'll need a bit of hydration and deeper, darker bronzing. Wow. <laughs> um, injectables, they're another thing that you've mentioned that you dabble in. I want to take this a lot more seriously. I find it's quite expensive. Yes, it is expensive. Well, how serious do you take it? If there's an injector out there that sees a growth market in a man, a heterosexual white man who really loves the idea of injectables, come and see me. Happy to... Because yeah. it is expensive. Expensive, Hannah. I went with our ex-girlfriend and she took me to an excellent injector by the name of uh, Kiara Henderson, who is very good. And I remember I went in, I guess we did it over a couple of sessions. Did I go in again? I think, oh, we did a follow-up. So we went in there, got the forehead done. I guess it was a lot of different 
places all over the face. I clearly needed a lot of work. And uh, so we got quite a bit done. And then we went in for the, the follow-up, isn't it? Honey, you go in, she checks maybe six weeks later or something and just make sure it's all good. Or is it earlier than that? I think I've had a follow-up once. Did you get anti-wrinkle like Botox or one of those brands or did you get filler? Or both? No, no, there was no lip filler. Like, I mean. You can get filler like cheeks, which like lifts the cheek area. So you might have got a little bit of filler. Yeah, it was Botox and it did. And, and it was anti-wrinkles. Smoothed it all out. It moved it all around. And honestly, it was just before that wretched lockdown that we don't like to talk about. And so I was getting into a bit of a rhythm and then it sort of locked down, stopped it all. But I I'd actually really do want to get, like genuinely, I'd like to do more of it. Yeah. I'd like to get like a lot done so I'm barely recognisable if possible. On Instagram, they sometimes show like men that have had the jaw filler because they get their jaws, you know, chiseled. The chiseled jaw, are you into that? Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. I would not rule that out. I would say lots of men probably feel like this. They just don't have the confidence to say it out loud. Is this weird? I remember as a younger kid watching like those US soap operas because my grandma would have them on and you'd have these really old dudes on shows like Young and the Restless and they had so much work done. Totally. The young kid going, yeah, that's, I want to be like that. Yeah. Like I yeah. can't wait to be really old and get lots of plastic surgery. And I'm nearly there. But have you had any skin treatments like needling? I don't know if this is still on trend, but as a stunt on a radio show that I was involved in maybe 10 years ago, we had this thing called a blackout challenge. And so what happened to you was you were deprived of all your senses. So you were blindfolded, your sense of smell was taken away from you, you had noise cancelling headphones, and they would throw you into a van, right? And it could be for an hour, you're being driven somewhere. It could be for five minutes, they just go around the block to confuse you, but you don't know where you're being taken. And there were lots mm -hmm. of different versions of this challenge. Once, separate story, I took off the blindfold and the headphones and I was a stripper at a hen's night. <laughs> <laughs> which was alarming, but that has nothing to do with this story. Why did they do this to you? Why were they doing this? Commercial radio. Yeah, anything goes. It's nightmare. But it's like sink or swim. It's pretty good. Like, yeah. But anyway, the one I remember most was I was in a surgical sort of chair, like in an operating theatre, and they perform one of those vampire facials that were big with the oh. cartoons. So they take the blood out, they mix the blood, and then they put it back in. I don't think you could get away with it now. Yeah. This was a long time ago. I feel like you'd have to sign some sort of release at least. But so suddenly <laughs> they are sucking blood out of your face including your plasma. Mm-hmm. PRP. Yeah, and then they're mm -hmm. re-injecting it back into your face. They actually do that for hair loss. Wow. Men's hair loss, they do that as well. Quite a low hairline, but thank PRP. you. Um, I'll keep that in mind for <laughs> anyone. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, no, but that's interesting. But not voluntarily, but I was sort of dragged into a place. And I remember after I got it done, though, it, like most of these treatments, whether it's a sales pitch or the reality, they're like, well, you'll find it's most effective if you come back all the time and get this done like yeah. lots and lots and spend lots of money. And you'll really find it works really well. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was traumatic. That's what Hannah and I have been talking about, where it sounds like lots of these treatments or like surgeries, even that you get some of it can be such a grift because it's like car mechanics. You have no idea how much it actually costs to do something. Or if you really need to get like that checkup consultation every few weeks, we have no idea. No idea. And there's a lot of redness with that one. I remember they said, oh, you know, you'll, you'll look worse before you look better, but oh, you wait. And you look a lot worse for quite a long time. But then because you looked worse, you probably do notice that you look better, even if it didn't work. Yeah, but are you just back to baseline? Are you back to normal? Probably ended up slightly worse than when I started. 
But because I looked so abhorrent during the process, I've probably gone, God, this is, how good is this? But maybe they do work. I'm not putting shit on this yeah. process. Maybe it's yeah. excellent. I just found it quite, yeah, it was a lot to deal with. So onto your skincare routine. Now, do you have quite an extensive skincare routine? It's not extensive, but let me pull another one out of my pocket because I carry oh. it with me. <laughs> This was sent to me by uh, some friends at King's Domain. And uh, this is not product placement, got an but agenda. it's more what it does, right? And it made me realise, how good is it being a man? Like, check out this product, Hannah. All I can see is three in one. I'm scared. So it's three in one. So check out all the stuff it does. Like, how good is this? God, I love being a man. It's a shampoo, a conditioner, and a body wash. It's a cleansing and moisturising all-rounder. This is doing the lot, guys. This is it. <laughs> You use that as for your face as well, cleanser on your, yep. It appears to be working quite well. I mean, I can scrub my whole face, my beard, my hair, you know, it's going under the armpits, it's going everywhere, but it's also cleansing and moisturising. It is doing everything, and I'm sure there are also other products on the market that make this claim as well. Is there anything in this, Anna? Because I feel like it's working. I'm sure I would benefit working. more if I got separate things I, that did them separately. I would like to know why you carry it around in your pocket all day. Well, no, no, I, no, I actually, no. Oh, you, I, knew <laughs> that you knew that you had this. I thought this was something that you got out to wash your hands, like do a bit of a freshen up of the beard. That would be your cleanser. Are you using any serums? I have in the past used serums. There was that brand the normal or something? What was it? The, it was the ordinary? ordinary? <laughs> yeah, the, the normal. <laughs> the ordinary. I was using that a lot when I was with my ex-girlfriend because she thought, well, she had this regime going and she was quite happy for me to also use them and then we'd buy them together. So that became like a- A couple's thing. Yeah, like more of a couple thing. I need to pick up my serum game again. Mm. I was going to say that that will be, you know, a good anti-aging routine might, you know, reduce the need for all of the- injectables that you're planning to do like prevention prevention no and and that would be an interesting debate probably for another episode and, and definitely for another guest but that whole idea <laughs> i definitely at the moment i'm using this serum it's like incredible and i was finding that my botox wasn't lasting that long and i was kind of getting my skin was starting to look like kind of crepey started using this serum smoothed it all out it really actually did work. In combination, if I may ask, with still regular Botox or is it sort of has it lessened the need uh, of frequency of visits? Less frequency, so less money, which is what I was looking for because it's expensive. Got filler is so expensive. And um, very worthwhile though. Again, if any companies are listening, it's a real investment. <laughs> I mean, this is the place to ask probably more so than- Yes. <laughs> There's that product, yes, but no no serums. Just a three-in-one. Love it. Moisturizer? But we joke about it, but also, you know, the standard <laughs> things that I try and do most days, which is apply SPF every day. Right. That's what we want to hear. Good preventative yeah. things because, you know, it's also as you get older, I'm into my 40s now and I won't say how many years into it, but- <laughs> You want to, you know, you want to just maintain the, the best image you can. And it's also obviously sun smart and all those things. I've had skin cancers cut out and all those things. So there's a health aspect to it. There's a vanity aspect to that. So I try and do that every day. Some, sometimes you forget, but for the most part, especially if you know you're going to have a, a day out hiking or whatever, I mean, you just cover yourself in the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Most days I'd wear like an SPF in the morning. Are you having issues with SPF? My boyfriend is with his beard. He likes a really thin texture. No, no, not not really. I mean, my beard, it's sort of a faded beard. It's almost mm. like it's not a goatee because a goatee is very 1998, but it's quite close to a goatee in terms of it's quite 
short on the side. So I, I wouldn't like smother SPF into onto my chin. Okay. I've seen actually your beautiful boyfriend's beard. That's a more <laughs> luscious beard, which would require maybe a more. more. <laughs> mm. What is the deal with that? Do you know, Hannah? If you're completely covered with a beard, are you are you covered? I actually don't. No, I mean, you think about your hair, your hair protects your scalp, Mm. but if there is any skin showing, so Nick just uses like a really, really thin serumy texture sunscreen and he finds that kind of gets into the areas he needs it to get into. And we're not doctors here, Matt, but gee, that is genuinely a really good question. And I know from the couple of skin cancers I've had cut out cosmetically, when I looked back on where they were, one was right there on the neck. But when I thought back to my teenage years, I would spend all day from 8am in the morning, I'd be coaching cricket and out there umpiring all day for the kids I was coaching. And then all afternoon I'd be playing. So I was spending upwards of eight, nine, 10 hours in heat and sun every summer for years and years and years and years. And it was where the cricket shirt was, Mm. where you were exposed and you thought to put the zinc on your nose or whatever, Mm. but you didn't think to put it on sort of the lower part of your neck where you were actually exposed. Now, I've never had one you know, under, you know, my hair or anything like that. Now, I'm not saying it means you couldn't get it, but yeah, I would imagine statistically it's whatever was the most exposed sort of raw part of your skin, that's Mm. that's the one that's going to get hit, Mm. you know? Yeah, you can still get skin cancer on the scalp, but I, yeah, so they usually when they do a mole check, they go through kind of all all your hair looking. But you can't massage, I guess, sunscreen into the scalp. You could put it on the on the hairline. A nah. hat would do it, but yeah, there's no beard hat. hat. Yeah. Yeah, there's no <laughs> Byron, do you think there are any essential grooming products every man should have? You know, um, I do have another product here, guys. Um, I'll just pull it out of my ear. <laughs> Pocket? <laughs> this one, honestly, and again, it's not about the specific brand Vita Drop run by a friend of mine, Charlie. It's not about that. <laughs> it's the category of a hydrating eye gel. And I'm not kidding. Ah. When you get a little older, but you still like to go out of an evening and get trashed, the next morning, for example, gee, you're not, you're not looking your best. You're not feeling your best at all. And you might have to, in my case, front up for something where you might even be on a camera or, you know, you'll be, you'll be seen doing something. And honestly, these are little gels and I love these. You put them under your eyes. I'm sure there's a million different versions thereof. Mm. And it honestly, it makes the bags go away and you feel really nice. I mean, in this case, I have them on for about 15 minutes uh, straight under my eyes. Nice. And I'm not imagining it. Like, really works. It wakes you up a bit too. At least this yeah. one does. What's the ingredient? What's the ingredient? Oh, geez. Geez, you're testing my eyesight here. Um, <laughs> one thing I would say to my friend Charlie is you need to get like bigger fonts on your um, packaging. I can't read much of this at all. I'm going to hold it right up. I've got a, like a influencer light up here. I'm going to hold it up to a ring light. <laughs> um, okay, ingredients. There's collagen in it. Nice. There's. Chemical X. A lot of very big words in it. <laughs> okay. Google hydrating eye gels, Vita Drop ingredients, That's- and you'll find them all. It's a patch for under your eyes. So that is honestly one that I would use when you want that freshen up, I suppose. And then what else? Oh, what? Any other essentials for men? Um, probably some of the things we've, we've run through. Just three in one body wash, mm-hmm. sunscreen, fake tan. I mean, <laughs> where's a four or five in one? Is there one that could also give me a tan and protect me from the sun? Is three enough? Wow. Yeah, that's very true. Well, onto cologne. So we have a thing on this podcast. We call it hot man smell. So we want to know what your hot man smell, aka your fave cologne is. My favorite cologne, and isn't it funny where sort of 
the senses can take you places, you know, like you might hear a song and it'll remind you of where you were when you first heard the song. And I think it is the same with a cologne. It is. A mate of mine who used to own a nightclub in Terrigal, he was an older gentleman, much older gentleman, um, a, a gentleman you could argue shouldn't be near a nightclub, <laughs> but um, he owned one. He represented something to me that I found quite interesting. Like he was this, and still is, this older man who lives the life of about a 20-year-old, but he's, you know, I'm talking probably early 70s. Wow. You couldn't help but have a good time with this guy. I always remembered how he smelt. Mm. I don't know why. He had this cologne on that I associated with sort of great times. I just had to ask him, what is it? And this is, and I'm, I'm holding it. Oh, Here it is. oh, my my boyfriend wears his Imiaki. It's so good. Yes, so good. I completely agree. I just rebought him. We've got it on a door. Great. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. Yeah. This was not planned. Great with my French, and it's not planned. Fusion, fusion de Issy, I believe, is what it says. Fusion de Issy. Yeah, they do great men's cologne. I completely agree. And it was just something like it just reminded me of like you know he lived a certain life that was exciting and ridiculous. It was like escapism thinking, mm. and, but it also I really liked it. And he, he probably put a lot of it on. Mm. And this is the sort of fragrance you can slightly overdo it and get away with it because it's just that good. I bought my boyfriend a different one, but it is Izzy Miyake. And for anyone listening that wants to get their boyfriend a really nice scent, I love it too. I think they do great, great cologne. Oh, that that really worked out. I was not expecting you to, wasn't expecting you to pull out Izzy Miyake. Good one. And then another one that it was just sent to me through some promo at work. It was like, oh, yeah, all right. If I run out of the other one, I'll put this one on. But I get a lot of comments for this one. It's a pretty mainstream one. It's it's the Invictus, the Paco Rabanne one. Oh, uh, yep. I have not, I haven't, I haven't smelt that one. You get a lot of feedback. Yep. You know, Matt, like it's when you get compliments on what you're wearing. It's always nice. And I'm thinking, this is just my spare one. What yeah. is it? Was this nice? Is it? I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, so that one's a good go-to as well, Invictus. Paco Rabanne. But yeah, no, the main one would be the stream is Miyake one. Is that an everyday thing for you, Byron, or is that when you've got events on? Oh, every day for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I want to start curating or formulating mm. my scent. But do you guys agree with, do you agree with the saying, a man's scent should be discovered, not announced? Ooh. I mean, mine is often announced when I'm wearing the extreme. You know, <laughs> like it's, it is a bit over the top. I mean, it's probably one for Hannah to answer, but I don't mind it being a little bit over the top. It's a bit like the way I get plastic surgery. You want people to know. <laughs> <laughs> Good analogy. But let's not be so subtle that we don't know. Yeah. Like if I'm getting a fake tan, yeah, we're going dark. Yeah. I'm not even sure if I agree with it, but I've heard it many times and it always rings in my head when I'm looking through cologne or even just putting on deodorant. I'm just like, hmm, how, how hectic do I want to go here? How deodorant, <laughs> I think, should be discovered, not announced. <laughs> but I think we need to, to announce your Brute 33. Yeah, my I think we could announce this Imiaki. I think that's okay. Yeah. Well, Byron, this was this was great. I feel like I, I was expecting more skincare products, but I am going to go out and get that three in one. Love it. Got to try it. No, no. In fairness, it's, it's King's Domain, and and you know they're, they're a barbershop, okay. but they're also involved in these products, and it's worked for me. That's all that matters. Maybe it's a good yep. gateway product. Yeah. yeah. You know, if someone's doing nothing, if a bloke's just yeah. been slack and doing nothing, well, here's something that does a lot of stuff. And I'm really looking forward to your vlog on your facelift in a few years. Can't wait for that Careful one. What you wish for. That could be happening real soon. <laughs> and uh, again, the call has been made and I'm very interested. So get in touch. Well, thanks again for joining us, Byron. Great. As, as we've said, season two of the Byron Cook Show has dropped. So you can listen to that now. And you can also check out his Instagram at Byron Cook Show. Thank you, Byron. You're welcome, guys. Thanks for having me. 
Wow, product we didn't know we needed. We are joined today by senior beauty editor at Adore Beauty, Sadaf Razi. Thank you, Sadaf. Hello, thank you for having me. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm just mediating today, Sadaf, so I don't really have a product. That's okay. Do you have one today for us? I do, I do. This was very hard to call, guys. I feel like Hannah would know, like, imagine asking me one product I didn't know I needed, but... It would be hard for you. So hard. Sometimes I struggle to think of something every single week. Yeah, but... no, I, I could name you one 52 weeks of the year. Okay. Like I'm doing the Joey, and you know, commas yeah. with my hands. Things like affordable means something different to everyone. So I'm going to do the affordable one today. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. What do you have? Okay, so I've got the new Bioderma Sensibo. Hold on, let me pull it up. But it's the Bioderma Sensibio Micellar Cleansing Oil. So I went to the launch of this in Sydney and... I have to preface this by saying I'm a cleansing oil girl. Yeah. I actually have like an oily T-zone. Hannah, I know you have oily skin, right? Yes, very oily T-zone. Yes, same like greasy AF. And I know there's like this myth that if you have oily skin, you shouldn't use oils and that's just been debunked. So I hope everyone knows that that's not a thing now. And as we know, cleansing oils are just so good to like break down makeup and sunscreen if you're a double cleanser. But I didn't think anything would rival my CeraVe one that I love, but I actually love this so much. I think I know the one. I think I love this one. What's it called again? Bioderma. Bioderma. Sensibio Micellar Cleansing Oil. So we know the famous micellar, like the OG Bioderma Micellar Water. Yes. I've used this one, but the blue one, which Ah, is not Sensibio. It is amazing. So good. I completely agree. It's one of my favorite cleansing oils. Oh my God. It's the blue one though, the one that I've tried, but it was maybe for sensitive skin, but it was amazing. Yes. Well, this can be used by sensitive skin. This is how I know a cleanser is good is if it doesn't sting my eyes. And when I went to the launch of this a few months ago, I actually tried it that night and I had MAC locked kiss ink on my lips, which is like an ink, like it's so strong. And I post this on my Instagram because like I put the oil on and it immediately wiped off my red lips. And I was like, whoa. And it didn't sting my eyes. And my test is like after a cleansing oil, I then go with a cotton round and use a bioderma cleansing micellar water and then take off any residue. I look at the cotton round and if there's hardly anything left and there was hardly anything on there. So I didn't even really need to double cleanse with this. Like it kind of just got everything off and also left my skin so soft. Like I don't think you have to be a cleansing oil girly like me to love this. I feel like if you just want a nice cleanser Mm. that's gentle and you can have oily skin and use it, it's just so good. It feels silky. I actually like an oil for oily skin, especially if you've got like a little bit sensitized. Like if you've been using too many actives and you don't and you really just want to like make sure your skin doesn't feel stripped, oil. This is perfect for that. It is gentle. Like it's made for all skin types. And yeah, it's so effective. Like it doesn't fall back on performance just because it's like a gentle cleansing oil. It's so, so good. Like I highly mm. recommend this. And the price point isn't too bad. It's $33.99 for 150 mils. Yeah. That's pretty good. It is good. Because you use a cleanser every day, yeah. so you want it to be affordable. I've used a lot of fancy cleansing oils, <laughs> not naming names. A lot of them are lovely. <laughs> But you don't need to. It's a bookend product. There's some of them are much of a muchness, I think. Like you do, yeah. I agree. There's, there's I actually some, did, yeah. not to sneak in another <laughs> another one, but I actually tried a bougie one from Aesthetics RX. It was actually so good. And I was like, it's $70, but it's so good. Yeah, yeah. But this is like $34, I guess. And it's so, so good. I highly recommend. So that would be my pick this week. Just this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Sadaf. And Hannah, what's yours today? So I have used now, because of TGA, 
ABA requirements, I can't say a whole lot about how I feel about it, but I've used a new sunscreen. It is the Cocoa and Eve Daily Water Gel SPF 50 Plus Sunscreen. Anytime Cocoa and Eve brings out a new product, I'm actually like their fake tan was like amazing. I was like, you know, quite impressed with that. So I was excited to try this. Have you tried it, Sada? No, I haven't. I've only tried one Cocoa and Eve thing. Oh, okay. I can't say how I feel about it, but I will tell you a little bit about it. Okay. So I can confirm it does say that it's super lightweight, non-greasy. Okay. So it's not like a thick sunscreen. Tick. Yeah. It's got skincare benefits infused with hyaluronic acid, aloe vera, and vitamin E. Those will both um, nourish and protect the skin. Ooh. And it is obviously an SPF 50 plus. We love a 50. Yeah. So it's a very high protection UVA and UVB broad spectrum. I think that it's sort of like, I would call it like a sort of, what would you say? Like a no kind of fuss sunscreen that like everyday daily wear. I can show you. It is, it says it's a water gel, but it looks like this. I'll try and explain your swatch. Let's go. Okay. Hannah is swatching it on her head. Okay. Yeah. It's rich, creamy, absorbs quickly. Am I doing a good job, Matt? I don't know. Okay. Because it's like a water gel, oily skin types would also benefit from a water gel sunscreen. Mm. So without saying too much, I feel like I hope I've gotten the point across. They just all sink in so quickly. That's what I had no idea was even a possibility. Like before I had any experience with Adore Beauty, I was like, I hate sunscreen. And then the second you put it on, it's as if you've put nothing on at all. Like it just it immediately goes. Not to make things weird, guys, but as a brown person also, I feel like we've done an article about this and it's so important to me. And again, TGA rules, I know how much I can say, but I feel like a lot of olive and brown skin people still to this day don't wear sunscreen thinking that they're not affected by melanoma or all these mm. kinds of things, which is completely fake news. Yeah. And when I was growing up, so many of these like old school sunscreens would leave a white cast, but there's just no more excuses anymore. Like there's so many good formulations and sunscreens out there. So track your SPF on guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay. So I want to share you, I have to keep putting these eye drops in for, I don't know how long, but I'm going to show you the eye drops. This sums up the recovery. Yep. Oh, does it say FML? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> These are my prescription eye drops that I have to keep putting in four times a day. What does it stand for? My life. No, no. I know. Sure. Fluoromethylone. Anyway, FML. I said to my boyfriend, I was like, yep, FML. That sums up my life right now. That is so funny. I don't want to like sway people either way, but do your research on recovery. Like I had PRK, which is not LASIK because my cornea was thin apparently or something like that. I don't know. And I just was like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. But the recovery on PRK is different to LASIK because I think LASIK is like a much quicker recovery time, whereas my eyesight is in and out of blurry for like two, three weeks. So it's been harder than I was expecting because you think laser is in, out, done. Mm-hmm. No. Like it just depends on the laser that you have. So that would be my only suggestion would be to really research the laser that you're getting and the recovery time and to kind of be realistic with yourself. Like, you know, realistically, when am I going to be able to go back to work? Realistically, like I was expecting to be back on the podcast in less than a week and we had to move this forward by like five days. So, um, Yeah, it's surgery. It is surgery. Yeah, yeah. And and is it is it just the blurriness or is it stinging? Like, what's the actual feeling? The first two days were okay. Then it goes down. It got worse after day three. 
you think in your head lasers in and out and maybe LASIK is like that. I don't know because I didn't get that. But this was not like there's recovery. Yeah. It's not just the surgery, which is legitimately the surgery is so quick. Oh, but what was that part like? Oh, it was really quick. Did it feel like anything? Uh, no, you can't feel anything. Yeah. It just, you yeah. can smell burning. <laughs> You're like, that's my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they did warn me. You'll smell. I was like, oh, uh. oh, burning eyes. Yeah. So you can smell a little bit of the burning, but otherwise it's very quick. 40 seconds maybe per eye. Oh my God. It's wow. very okay. quick. That's the easy part is the surgery. Mm-hmm. The hard part yeah. I think is the recovery. So like as an example, yesterday I'm walking around getting outside for the first time. You know, I haven't really been outside much because of the light and I couldn't read any signs. Like everything was blurry. And then later that night went for another walk with Nick and everything's clear again. And I'm like, I can read the sign. And I was just like, oh, this is just, Mm. yeah. So maybe talk to me when my vision is fully 2020. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, However, I do keep almost putting my finger in my eye every night thinking I've got to take my contacts out. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going to take a while to get out of. 20 years of contacts in and out, in and out. And so not taking them out at night, I have to really remind myself, don't put your (laughs) finger in your eye. I love the photo that you put on Instagram. (laughs) Your pupils are like completely like covering your whole eye. (laughs) That was like that for days. I mean, are they still kinder now? Like uh, are your pupils No, Nick said to me, he's like, God, your pupils have really like calmed down. Like they must put something in your eyes or the eye drops, but your pupils dilate for days, I'm pretty sure. So, Are you wearing sunglasses everywhere? have to wear sunglasses at all times outside, yeah. apparently for the rest of your life. But apparently you should be doing that anyway. Like I didn't realise, but, yeah, you should actually be protecting your eyes always when you go outside. How is the dentist? Well, it's been five or six years. Yeah. And the dentist was a bit shocked. It was kind of a bit annoying as well because it's like, you know how everyone is like, oh, dentists are scary and yeah. dentists know that. So then they try and have a good like bedside manner and be nice. Yeah. This one, she was fully just like, oh, that's so bad that you haven't been in five, six years. Oh my God, you haven't been flossing. Like that's so bad. <laughs> and it's been so like, anyway, um, um, my teeth are good to go. I'm so good. My teeth are great. Wow. As in like they needed, you know, wow. they had like plaque and stuff that they needed to sort out. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. had braces when I was like in high school and I was supposed to wear my retainer forever. I wore it for two years and I was like, that's enough. And I stopped it. Mm. And now at the bottom, I have a tooth that's like coming out. And now because of that, my top teeth, my bottom teeth are touching. So she reckons that... braces again? Well, I don't necessarily have to, but I'm probably going to completely damage the tooth that's touching the top tooth. I don't want to get braces as like... I know people do it, but I don't... don't. Well, I had permanent plates put in because my teeth were moving again, so... Could I do that? Or do you reckon braces would have to... Well, it's too late now. (laughs) Well, that actually doesn't sound like a disaster. No, it was actually fine. And a reminder to everyone to go to the dentist. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.